Pensacola. Hour number four, 810, 8-11 here this morning. It's 40 degrees in the uh, Pensacola area. Going to be a high of close to 60 today. It was, it, was, it was in the 30s this morning when we came in. 30s. I was talking to Brent Lane over on our sister station, Cat Country. He's actually off this week. But a couple weeks ago, uh, two or three weeks ago, he was in Colorado skiing and came home and and he was complaining because he was like, Bobby, he's like two days ago, I was in the top of the mountains in Colorado skiing and it's colder here than it was there at the top of the mountains. He's like, and he goes, like, people don't believe me when I tell them Florida's colder than Colorado sometimes. I'm like, yeah, it definitely is. The humidity is just it's just different. It just hits you differently, especially when it's like in the 30s and when it's windy, too. Oh, you forget about it. Mm-hmm. Like that's vicious. Other than like, don't get me wrong. Like when I lived in Illinois and Iowa, and they would have the polar vortex of terror, like hit where it'd be like the negative 30 degree stuff. Okay, that stuff's ridiculous. That's like next level ridiculous. That was always like, why do we live here? It's like I would I would literally tell people, I only live here because you guys live here. If you guys all moved somewhere else, there would not be radio jobs here and I wouldn't live here. I would list wherever wherever we all move. Why do we live here? Let's let's leave. Let's all leave together. We don't have to live here. This place is miserable. Illinois sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, anybody listening in Illinois. It, well, if <laughs> uh, look, I they're probably like, yeah, it does. Most of my <laughs> Friends and people I knew who were listeners in Illinois, they now live here. They live in Orange Beach. They live in Gulf Shores. They live in Pensacola. I'm serious. Like I, I run into people like Blue Angels broadcast and stuff, and they're like, hey, I listen to you all the time when you're in Illinois. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, so what are you doing down here? Just watch. Like, oh, I live here now. I'm like, okay, yeah. So you wisened up. Mm-hmm. Illinois sucked so bad. I hated it so much. I remember when I first moved to Illinois, I was like, this is going to be an awesome gig. I get this job offer. I was like, I'm going to live in the land of Reagan. This is going to be, uh, you know, the land of Lincoln, the land of Reagan. And I got up there, and like the first week I was up there, Rod Blagojevich was the governor at the time, and he just got sentenced to jail for selling Obama's seat, Senate seat. And I'm like, wait, what? Obama? Oh, crap. This isn't the land of Lincoln and Reagan anymore. Mm-hmm. This is the land of Blagojevich and Obama. <laughs> I thought this was America. Well, it ain't no more. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, re- I was like, ah, I can deal with all that because the people still are very kind and very nice and uh, like the people out there. And it was just the, oh, my gosh, the wind. I mean, they call, it, they call Chicago the Windy City, but it's the Windy State. And it's just, just it was miserable during the wintertime. Just absolutely miserable. And then the summer wasn't any better because then the summer gets up to 110 with 110 percentage humidity. It was horrible. Anyway, I don't know how I got on that whole little tangent. Just something just something triggered the, yep. the cold. The cold reminded me. Yeah. It's was, it was like PTSD for the cold of of Illinois. It just stunk. The older we get, the more the weather and the cold really matters to it us. It does, man. I like this old man. <laughs> 35. I can't help it. It's 35 degrees outside. I just want to stay at home with a fire and blankets. Uh, House panel has advanced a ban on unpermitted public sleeping. This is here in the state of Florida, our legislative session. There's only one, I believe there's only one committee left to go through on this. But 
if this passes, you can't sleep in public. Like you can't have tent cities. You can't sleep on park benches. You can't sleep on the sidewalks unless you get a permit. <laughs> That's, oh, all right. So as a homeless individual, where do I go to obtain such a permit? <laughs> like, and how do I know that I'm supposed to go obtain a permit? Is that what, is that what the police are going to be for? Please come on by. Uh, excuse me, uh, sir. I started to wake you up from your slumber. <laughs> but do you have a permit to sleep here? Is that how it's going to go down? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I Look, a lot of the criticism on this bill is like you're not addressing the real problem. Um, but others go, yep, let's do it. They need to, if they want to sleep in public, uh, have a tent city or anything like this, they need to have a permit to do so. I got some more thoughts about this, but first, let's get traffic on the fives. Uh, how did that work out when they woke up Jason Bourne when he was sleeping on the bench outside in the snow? Yeah, exactly. he, uh, his instincts kicked in and he he kicked their butts. Uh, but I don't I don't know if that'll be happening here. Uh, it looks like on the roadways, I-10 and I-110 are checking in clear. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. We do have some issues that I was reporting earlier that looks like um, Fairfield still very slow. It's down to one lane between Mobile Highway and W Street eastbound. Also, I-10 westbound at exit 12 that's going to I-110 south. We do have a uh, trailer that has flipped over there, uh, so please use caution. It's not blocking any of the roadway, but it might make that exit ramp a little, little tough to get around. Uh, I-10 eastbound at Pine Forest, seeing the usual morning slow down there. And Beverly Parkway eastbound, uh, showing some very, very slow traffic right in front of uh, Frontier Motors. So if you see anything else out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thank you very much, Jake. It is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. And um, so H. Bill 1365 from the Florida Legislative Session bans counties or municipalities from allowing public sleeping or public camping on public property without a permit. So if this bill passed, basically each municipality and county would have to come up with some sort of permitting system that would allow people to sleep on public property. One of the comments I saw about this kind of triggered something in my head that I've kind of argued about in my mind a lot. One of the comments was, if it's public property, shouldn't they just be allowed to sleep there? And and I thought the same thing. Because out west, particularly, where there's a lot of open space and open land that the Bureau of Land Management maintains, uh, they there's issues with people using, quote-unquote, public lands. But the problem is, is that's mislabeled. It's not really public lands. It's government-owned land. But see, they don't want to—they don't want to call it government-owned land because that sounds, you know, that sounds too authoritarian. Sounds too much like an empire that own the government owns the land, and um, but that's the reality. We don't have public lands. They're not lands for the public to use however we want to use. You would think that we would, but the reality of it is in the United States of America, there is no public land. There is no free land that you can just go stake a claim and go, I this this little corner of the world is mine. There is no public lands like that. All land is either owned privately by an individual corporation or all land 
is owned by the government. So when they call it public property, you can't sleep on public property without getting a permit. What it really should state is you can't sleep on government property without a permit. That's the clarification. And I think the term public property throws people off because they're like, people should be able to sleep on public property. Yeah, they should be able to if there was such a thing, but there isn't. It's government-owned land. One of the big stories, of course, today is the national story. Uh, a horrible story came out yesterday. A drone attack killed three U.S. service members. President Biden yesterday had a mo- held a moment of silence um, pertaining to this. It was a drone attack in Jordan. That was from an uh, Iran-backed militia. More and more, we're starting to see Iran like aggression through these other. It's not like not direct Iranian aggression. It's through other sources. Although Iran did fire missiles into Iraq, so uh, but we're starting to see Iran becoming a bigger and bigger player uh, as well. Speaking of the Middle East, this might be your little sign that the end times are coming. Saudi Arabia has opened its very first liquor store. That's right. Saudi Arabia, very first liquor store. Now, here's the thing. Apparently, they had a liquor store 70 years ago. They got shut down by the government, and now they've decided they can go ahead and open it up again. It is only accessible to non-Muslim diplomats, though. That's right. No libations if you're a resident of Saudi Arabia. No libations even if you're a diplomat who's Muslim. So it's just for non-Muslim diplomats. They're the only ones. Uh, And then finally, pertaining to the party and lifestyle, Kentucky. It's got a, a new trend that may start to go viral. Who knows? We may see it here. Very soon. I could see this happening, by the way. We didn't talk about this last time we brought this up, but I could see this happening at Bucky's. A convenience store chain in Kentucky is getting attention because they have giant red buttons in their bathrooms that says, do not push this button. But then right next to it has the their mascot of their of their convenience store with a it's a winking and pushing it. Obviously making it like, okay, do not push this button. But then obviously like a winking little frog next to it being like, okay, you can push the button. If you push the button, it temporarily turns the bathroom into a dance club with lights, a disco ball, and even music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to go to the bathroom now. I wasn't quite sure if I had to go to the bathroom. Now I know I got to go to the bathroom. It's like, okie dokie. Manager says the disco bo- uh, disco party bathrooms have gone viral on social media. It's drawn people out. A 20-year-old celebrated her 20-year-old birthday by going to all six locations and checking out their disco ball bathrooms. A uh, 60-year-old woman <laughs> came out of the restroom and said, and told the manager, it was the best day of her life. I mean, she does live in northern Kentucky, so. Right. I mean, yeah. And we don't know really what happened in that bathroom, so. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Disco elaborate. Ball, disco party bathroom going on. <laughs> Who knows? Could have yeah. been uh, a good old time. So I could see this happening at Bucky's. Definitely. I go into Bucky's. All of a sudden, everybody's in there and it's all crowded and people are coming and going and everything. But it's a huge bathroom. All of a sudden, just party over in the corner. <laughs> do, 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 do. She's going, oh, this is getting down. It's like, whoa, you're coming out of the bathroom, you're pouring sweat. Like, what? Are you okay? Was it? Was everything all 
Ah, oh, we just had the disco party. It's all, it's all good. What was that text uh, a listener sent in about? Uh... Oh, yeah. Let's see here. <laughs> so a texture, we were talking about this before, says, I can just imagine you're sitting on the toilet dealing with uh, diarrhea, and then all of a sudden somebody comes in, pushes the big red button, and salt and peppers push it comes on. Yeah. Yeah, this would be. Although it might baby, be motivation. Baby. It might be motivation. What if you're constipated, right? And you're sitting there. Is this too early for bathroom humor? I don't know. It is Bobby Rossi filling in for Angel McKay. So anytime's time yeah. for bathroom humor. Yes. All right. Coming up here next, we're going to get a quick update from Dave Wayne over the newsroom on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Hello, this is Mary with Howard Young Flooring. Shopping for flooring can be a little overwhelming. At Howard Young Flooring, we are here to help you any way we can and answer any questions you may have so that you can make knowledgeable decisions. We understand the importance of each and every customer and would like to thank you for allowing us into your homes. For those we have not met, we hope to see you soon. Visit us today at 4333 Avalon Boulevard in Milton. We look forward to covering your future. All right, so I have a game I want you to play. It's a fun game. It's not the best game, but it's an okay game. When you're driving around today, I want you to pay attention to bumper stickers and license plate frames. So if you're at a light, I want you to look and see, does that car have a Frontier Motors license plate frame or bumper sticker? Because here's what you're going to find. The first day you do this, you might see one. You might see none, but you probably see like one, maybe two. Second day, you see three or four. And by the time you've done it three or four days in a row, it'll feel like, oh, my God, did anybody buy a car from anywhere else? They'll be all over. And once you've kind of trained your eye to see it, you won't be able to unsee it, which, you know, maybe that's blessing, curse. I'm not really sure. But the point is loads and loads and loads of people have gone to Frontier and been happily satisfied customers. Those are endorsements, just like you hear me and Dave Ramsey, just like your neighbor, your friend, or all of the people driving on the road near you. So if you need a good quality, almost new car, the kind that you can count on and don't have to worry about, Frontier Motors, serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Advertising, marketing, digital marketing. These are words you hear a lot about, but what exactly do they mean? How do you get started? Where do you get started? Well, you can start by tuning in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning at 1030. Join me, Tasca King. I'll show you how to navigate the changing and fast-growing landscape of digital advertising. This morning at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. It's News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, AM 1620, the website, the app, or your smart device. It's news on your terms. Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew. If you'd like to weigh in, text 850 437 Let's go to Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. All right here. Uh, looks like we still have that slowdown on uh, East, uh, actually Fairfield Drive, down to one lane there between Mobile Highway and W Street. And uh, this just in on the traffic tip line, East Burgess Road between Oakfield and North Palafox Street. Very slow in both directions there. I'm not seeing an accident, uh, but it is definitely uh, tied up in both directions on East Burgess. So if anybody has eyes on that, let me know, 437-1620. Also, if you're headed to I-110 from 10 westbound at exit 12 there on 110, 
um, uh, going southbound, you're going to have um, a little bit of a, a situation on the ramp there. We have a, a trailer that has flipped over. It's not blocking any of the lanes of traffic, but it, it certainly is causing a little bit of slowdown from people looking at that. If you do see anything out there slowing you down, call or text when you can safely do, the, do so, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. You know, I was thinking about the, we were talking about the disco party room or whatever, and for some reason, in my mind, I think of modern disco party rooms, like, so that's what we're doing, like, EDM-type music and stuff, but oh, yeah. what if it was old-school disco, like Bee Gees, and you got songs like Staying Alive and Tragedy, and that's what's going down while you're, you know, going down. <laughs> Tragedy! Uh, <laughs> all right, it's Pensacola, right, uh, Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew. Let's go over to David Wayne in the newsroom. David. You know, you, you haven't lived till you've downed a couple of tornadoes in the gas station, uh, hit the uh, bathroom, partied uh, under the disco ball. I mean, right. that is life. A drone attack on a U.S. outpost in Jordan is responsible for killing three American service members over the weekend. The U.S. Central Command confirmed another 25 service members were injured. This happened uh, at an outpost near the Syrian border in northwest Jordan. It's the first time U.S. troops have been killed by enemy fire in the Middle East since the start of the Israel-Hamas war. Opening statements uh, in the trial of two men accused of killing Jam Master Jay are going to be heard today. 40-year-old Carl Jordan and 59-year-old Ronald Washington are accused of shooting the former member of Run DMC in New York back in 2002. They each face a minimum of 20 years in prison if convicted. And tex- Texas Congressman Michael McCall wants Homeland Security uh, Director Alejandro Mayorkas to be impeached. He says Mayorkas is responsible for the amount of fentanyl and the number of people on the terror watch list. That have come into the U.S. across the border. Eight million encounters, 300 on the terror watch list, 200 million people dead now thanks to fentanyl poisoning. McCall was on Fox News and uh, House Republicans released two articles of impeachment. The House Homeland Security Committee is scheduled to meet t- tomorrow to determine if they'll move that impeachment to a vote on the House floor. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, that's kind of one of the big uh, stories right now is all things pertaining to the border. Sad story here pertaining to Jay Leno. Jay Leno's wife, Mavis, is battling dementia. Uh, She's 77 years old. He's 73. They've been married since 1980. They do not have any children together. Uh, The reason why we found out about this is not because he was on some sort of interview and trying to get some sort of sympathy or anything like that. It's actually because he filed for a conservatorship over his wife. Uh, says that uh, she's been progressively losing capacity and orientation to space and time for several years. The legal papers also state that he's he's fully capable of continuing his support for her physical and financial needs as he has throughout their marriage. And uh, they they met in the 70s after he performed at the Comedy Store in L.A. They got married in 1980 and uh, been married ever since. And uh, they're going to have this conservatorship hearing April 9th. It's always very difficult for me to hear about uh, spouses uh, who have dementia and uh, a close friend of mine, his wife, had just passed away last year. And the last three or four years of their marriage, she didn't recognize anybody in their whole family. And it's just it's rough to hear that. So thoughts out there to him. All right, it is Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McCann. Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew right here on News Radio 923. Fox News. My sponsor. 
President Biden is asking for prayers and says we shall respond to the death of three American soldiers in a drone attack. Dozens are injured. The attack struck a logistic support base at Tower 22 in northeast Jordan near the Syrian border. About 350 U.S. Army and Air Force are deployed there, and one of their roles include helping defeat ISIS. Since October 17th, Iran proxy forces have targeted U.S. troops more than 150 times in Iraq and Syria. Fox's Madeline Rivera, a 17-year-old murder suspect who escaped during a medical visit last Wednesday is recaptured in Philadelphia on a city bus. Shane Pryor, who's awaiting trial for a 2020 homicide, had been held in a juvenile facility since then. Officers say he was not handcuffed when he fled last week and that they found a handcuff key on the teen when he was caught Sunday evening. Fox's Lillian Wu, America's listening to Fox. Good morning. It's 831 at News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne. Right now we've got sunshine. Beautiful morning, but a little bit chilly. It's 43 degrees in Pensacola. Well, some controversy in Mobile after a horse collapsed during a Mardi Gras parade over the weekend. That is uh, audio from a a video that was posted online of this incident. It shows a horse carrying a grown and costumed man. Uh, The horse then buckled and fell to the ground. And what happened next is the controversial piece. A man uh, leading that horse allegedly pulling it by the reins. Some witnesses claim they even saw the horse being punched and kicked. Uh, Incidents like this are one reason Pensacola's Mardi Gras parade organizers say they don't allow animals in their parades. I will tell you, as a parade organizer in Pensacola, we've had people who have stables call us and ask us if we have any need or interest, and we we do not. That's Danny Zimmer, and he tells Channel 3 that they have a strict no-animals policy for the Pensacola parade. The city of Mobile, meanwhile, says animal services and Mobile police are both investigating the incident that happened at their parade. Now, so far, four high-profile candidates are hoping to fill that now-vacant District 4 seat on the Escambia County Board of Commissioners. The seat opening up last week is Governor Ron DeSantis appointed Robert Bender to be the new supervisor of elections in Escambia County. Some of the interested names include attorney, developer, and former politician Jim Reeves, Seville Quarter owner Buck Mitchell, uh, Pensacola Councilman Jared Moore, and Downtown Improvement Board Director Walker Wilson. I think that as a you know, county commissioner, that's exactly what that person's looking to do is, is make this the best place people can live, work and play, and raise a family. And so, um, you know, if, if this is the route that I go, then I certainly hope to be able to bring that experience into that role too. And Wilson talked with Channel 3. Whichever candidate ends up being appointed, uh, they'll be appointed by Governor Ron DeSantis. There's no word on the official timeline of when that could happen. A teenager's died after a crash on Highway 29 over the weekend. That happened on Friday, 29 and County Road 196. And the Florida Highway Patrol says the vehicle was driven by a 16-year-old girl who uh, didn't yield when crossing the highway, was struck by the semi-truck. A passenger in the vehicle, 17-year-old from Arizona, passed away at the scene of the crash. The driver and another passenger were taken to the hospital with serious injuries. Now, there might be some new development uh, coming around the area of Divine Road and South County Road 97. The next phases in the Brookhaven and Iron Rock subdivisions would include a couple hundred new lots. So far, the plans are being reviewed by the Escambia County Development Review Committee staff, and no public meeting has been scheduled. 
If all the phases are approved and completed, it would bring the total number of lots in that area to uh, just over 1,000 on 777 acres. And big news coming out of Tate High School. The girls' golf team has been named the FHSAA Class 3A Academic Team Champions. North Escambia reporting that the team had a cumulative GPA of 3.876. The team members are Eva Grissom, Lily Hardy, Jordan Smith, Salia Smith, and Carol Wine, and they're coached by Melinda Wyatt. The FHSAA Academic Team Championship Recognition Program recognizes teams in all sanctioned sports based on their team GPAs. It's 835 at News Radio, and Jake has a look at our traffic on the fives. This traffic report is brought to you by Fresh from Florida. Still seeing a lot of slowdown on Fairfield Drive. It's down to one lane there between Mobile Highway and W Street eastbound. Also, if you're getting on to I-110 from 10 this morning, westbound at exit 12, we have an overturned trailer uh, from earlier this morning that's uh, not causing any road blockage, but it's just slowing things down as people make it over that exit. Also, East Burgess Road between Oakfield and North Palafox Street, both in slow dire- uh, both uh, directions very slow this morning. Um, meal planning is work, so let Fresh from Florida help. Learn what's in season and browse hundreds of recipes at freshfromflorida.com. Eat healthier with Fresh from Florida. There's sunshine in every bite. If you see anything out there slowing you down, let us know on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thank you very much, Jake. Now our Channel 3 weather forecast. We are going to be seeing a lovely day today with temperatures getting into the upper 50s and low 60s for highs. Sunny skies as we head overnight, temperatures dropping into the 30s. As you go into Tuesday, mostly sunny skies with a high near 60 degrees. Tuesday night, temperatures dropping near 47. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, 43 in Pensacola, 43 in Gulf Breeze, and 44 in Milton. Your money now this morning. The markets are up. The Dow Jones up uh, 39.63 at 38.149.06. S&P 500 up 462 at 38.96.23 this morning. The Nasdaq up 19.12 at 15.474.49. Your 10-year bond rate down slightly at 4.1% today. Gold prices up 15.10. At 2032.40, silver prices up 22 cents at 23.10. And uh, Bitcoin up 17.73 right now at 41.887. Income tax season is here. You can start filing your 2023 income tax, federal income tax return as of today. Internal Revenue Service Commissioner Danny Warfell says that uh, they're ready to make filing as smooth and easy as possible. Oil futures jumped up Sunday after that drone attack in Jordan, which killed three U.S. service members. The White House blames the attack, which also injured more than two dozen American troops on Iranian-backed militants. And the Biden administration's plan to stop approvals of new liquefied gas exports is getting a bit of a mixed review. Business leaders in Texas, which is the nation's leading exporter, say it's a huge mistake. This is the fuel that is keeping European manufacturing running in the wake of the war with Russia. Glenn Hamer, who leads the Texas Association of of Business, calls it freedom fuel. Governor Greg Abbott said it was a gut punch to the energy industry. It is 838. Our next news at 9. We have breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne. Three, informative, local, dependable.
The City of Pensacola Parks and Recreation offers many ways to help you get out and play. Take a stroll in one of their 93 parks, rent a kayak or a paddle boat at the brand new Bayview Outdoor Pursuit Center, or participate in one of the many exciting programs happening at Play Pensacola's 11 resource centers. Tennis courts, pools, dance, camps, community events, and more. The only thing missing is you. For more, visit playpensacola.com or follow social media at Play P. Cola Parks. It's time to get out and play. You're all set with your Medicare prescriptions, Mrs. Brown. This is not just low-cost copays at Walgreens. I can actually help you set up 90-day refills if you want. This is having a partner you can trust. Get low-cost copays, 90-day refills, and delivery from your neighborhood Walgreens. This is being independent together. Walgreens. Restrictions apply. For details, see walgreens.com pharmacy. News Radio Pensacola has you covered no matter where you are or how you like to listen. Tune into our frequencies on 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, and AM 1620 for the latest breaking news, local updates, and in-depth analysis. Can't be near a radio? No problem. Stream us live on our website or through our convenient app. Available for download on your mobile device. Plus, with our smart device integration, you can ask your virtual assistant to play News Radio 92.3, and we'll be right there with you. It's News Radio Pensacola. Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Time to bring it on. Our text number 850-437-1620. 850-437-1620. Simple and easy. What's the best cartoon character of all time? Which is the best cartoon character of all time? Uh, text that in 850-437-1620. While you're texting that in, a couple of news stories here for you. First breaking story that came out about an hour ago, not even an hour ago, about 40 minutes ago. Iran's foreign ministry denies that it was behind the attack that killed three American soldiers. They said that uh, the accusations that they were behind the attack amounted to a repetition of baseless accusations. Of course, the United States is still collecting information, but the officials say they know it was carried out by a radical Iran-backed militant group operating in Syria and Iraq. And so, uh, but they're coming out saying, nope, we didn't have anything to do with it. The other story here real quick, and then we'll get to your frivolous topic, 850-437-1620. What are the best cartoon characters of all time? Uh, The other story, Alabama, our neighboring state, has used nitrogen on death row for the first time. This happened on the 26th, and this was something that internationally there was a lot of opposition to. United Nations and the European Union both uh, discouraged Alabama from going through with this because they said it was this new method of execution using nitrogen gas had never been used before and therefore was inhumane and an experimental punishment. The individual was Kenneth Eugene Smith. He was a convicted killer. So he's the very first person to be executed with nitrogen gas. Uh, By the way, Kenneth Smith agreed to to, to have nitrogen gas. In fact, he chose it after a botched lethal injection from a couple of years ago. 
Yeah, that's right. They he was already tried to be. He, they already tried to execute him once before, and it failed. So when it came up again, he's like, "Do you have anything else? <laughs> you, got, you got something else that will be less painful, maybe?" And so uh, he he was the first one with nitrogen. So we'll have to see what happens with that. All right, back over to the frivolous topic. Best cartoon characters of all time. Movie Web came out with a list. MovieWeb.com came out with a list of the top 20. Um, so before I get to this, Jake? Well, uh, uh, we did have a listener that that uh, named this as well, but m- the first thing that popped into my head was Foghorn Leghorn. Definitely. Ooh, just that's a good the one. The best. Yeah. Well, well I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> I say. I say. Well, I say. That's a good one. Yeah. Just about any of the Looney Tunes ones mm-hmm. can make the list on there. Yeah. Um, I w- I would say that. I don't know why, but when I saw th- when when I saw this list, uh, best cartoon characters of all time, I started thinking more modern ones mm. like Family Guy, like oh. uh, Archer. Mm. Like to me, Archer, the character of Archer, it's he's he's a riot. Yeah, and uh, yeah, a little bit inappropriate, mm. but a riot. Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers, another one, same voice actor. Yeah. Um, but these are good ones. Uh, let's go through some some of the list here. Who do you think is the uh, top cartoon character of all time? 850-437-1620. Give us some of the uh, other ones that were on the list there. Oh, uh, well, uh, people have been saying uh, the Tasmanian Devil. That's that's really cute. Okay. Uh, yeah. Barney Rubble, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. Barney instead of Fred Flintstone. I know, right? Yeah, everybody liked the Or calm, instead of Wilma. Mm. I mean... Right? Yeah, I mean, okay. she was she was my first cartoon crush before Lois <laughs> ah. Griffin. Um, all right, uh, Yosemite Sam is getting a vote here. Uh, Goku from Dragon Ball Super. Oh, okay. I'm not, so I don't. I'm, yeah, that's no. gonna be a uh, anime. Type. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dragon uh, Ball, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of people seem to be on the same boat. Uh, the Looney Tunes characters are, are really the best. Uh, Beavis and Butthead's getting a vote. Um, yeah, <laughs> best awesome. cartoon character of all time is Donald Trump. That's funny. Ouch! All right. There's, um, I uh, let me go through the list here of some of the other ones that were on this MovieWeb.com. Top five: Fred Flintstone. Number four: SpongeBob SquarePants. Number three: The entire Simpsons family. So instead of going the Looney Tunes group, Mm -hmm. it's going Simpsons family. Number two is Bugs Bunny. Numero uno: Mickey Mouse. Mm. Yeah, I forgot about the old Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I don't know if it's the greatest cartoon character of all time. What about? Because I noticed it seems like all the, almost all the suggestions, the fact that I could see, oh, there's a different one, um, as well as this list are all like TV show cartoon characters. What about movie cartoon characters? Mm. Like I don't know, Hunchback of Notre Dame or something like this, mm. or just I, I mean, there's other ones. Yeah, the Frozen Aladdin girls. Uh- yeah, the Frozen Girls. Well, those are more like digital animation, but oh, still, yeah, yeah. anime cartoon. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, that's a yeah, good one. Yeah. So my favorite cartoon character growing up, mm-hmm. but it was it wasn't even close. I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it wasn't close to He Man. Oh. I have the power. That was definitely that was it. He-Man. I've got to get a reverb delay button here, so where yeah, when you, you do. do that, I can just turn it on and it echoes. Just like the Space Force thing yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Space Ghost. Cartoon. Space Ghost, that was one, yeah. Oh man, and and uh, what was what was his uh, 
Brack or what was his sidekick? Oh, yeah. I can't remember the sidekicks there. Oh, man. There's a bunch of those there. We'll continue this on here in a second for us to get traffic on the fives. All right. Uh, not seeing any major slowdowns to tell you about right now. It looks like um, we're still having a little bit of slowdown on Fairfield Drive because it's down to one lane between Mobile Highway and W Street eastbound. If you're getting on to I-110 South from I-10 at exit 12 there, we do have an overturned trailer. It's not blocking traffic, but it is causing a little bit of slowdown. And East Burgess Road between Oakfield and North Palafox Street, slow in both directions there. I'm not seeing an accident, but very, very slow. If you do see anything out there, please let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Uh, what is the best cartoon character of all time? And uh, got a, uh, a few more texts rolling in here. Uh, Popeye. Oh yeah, that was in the top twenty on the on the movie list as well. Uh, Popeye the Sailor Man uh, got a couple here. Roger Rabbit. Oh, I oh, did like Roger Rabbit. Yeah, I I Roger Rabbit's funny, and uh, that's a good one right there. Winnie the Pooh. Um, yep, I, I that's definitely a top one. Mm-hmm. It, it, Winnie the Pooh is just so popular. Yeah, so it, I could definitely see that one as well. Here's a text for Dagwood. Dagwood. All right. Wow, all right. Okay. okay, going that one. And then another one here is South Park Kids. Oh, I forgot about the South Park ones, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Optimus Prime for the Transformers, the cartoon version. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I did like the Transformers, too. The Smurfs. He-Man was my... That was that was the man every day coming home from school. I had to run mm-hmm. and go watch He-Man real quick. Smurfs, that's another good yeah, one. Smurfs. Yeah. There's a lot of... Them. i just surprised to see almost all the cartoon ones, though, are... TV, television, yeah. and television. No, no movie versions. Of- I, I think because in nostalgia, we always think about laying on the floor Saturday mornings watching cartoons. So, uh, which do they still have those? Is that no? I don't uh, think so. Everything's streaming now. Yeah, they've got just short streaming. videos and dancing. Well, now videos. you've got cartoons that stream twenty four seven on mm. Cartoon Network and That's right. Disney Channel plays Bluey and uh, and the PBS has the Peppa the Pigs and the. All those other things. So now it's like you can get you can access cartoons anytime, anywhere. Whereas when we were kids, you know, it was after school mm-hmm. and Saturday mornings. That yep, was that was, that was it. it. <laughs> All right, coming up here next. And if you like to weigh in, still go. Oh, Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. That was another big one. Yeah. Oh, and how did I forget this? Beavis and Butthead. We had a few r- r- mentions of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. I was not a big Beavis and Butthead fan to be honest. Yeah. I liked the music videos. Yes, the when they when they went and played the videos, yeah, mm-hmm. that was probably about my favorite. And, and I pointed this out to Andrew the other day, and he said I've ruined him now from looking at at Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. He looks like the Indian Beavis. He is okay. very Beavis like in 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 his I'm shape. Gonna, I'm gonna have to uh, take a look at that. Oh, Woody Woodpecker, then. also a good one. Yeah, also another good one. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. Speedy Gonzalez. That's another good one. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, coming up here next, the least expensive state to live in. Where does Florida fall on the list? Where does Alabama fall on the list? I'll share that with you coming up next right here on News Radio 983. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like CMEX Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. Hi, it's Bess Marks with Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor. I want to read a little letter that I got from a wonderful friend, and she said, Oh my gosh, wow, Bess, you and the Lazy Boy Design Team, you nailed it. 
We love it. We just can't believe it's ours. And that's what we call a standing ovation for our design team. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Mobile, Pensacola, and Spanish Fort. Just like a picture out of a magazine. You know, when it comes to heating or cooling your home, you've got lots of choices for HVAC, right? Maintenance, repairs, replacement, lots of companies, and you want to be able to pick up your phone and trust that you're calling the right company. That's why I say Peden Air Conditioning, Heating, and Electrical. Their primary focus is to provide quality service and installation combined with the best products in the industry. And, of course, it's real soon now. If you haven't already, you're going to be kicking on that AC, right? Now is the time. Now, before you need it, is to make sure that your system is ready for the summer and runs efficiently. It's always a good, man, especially with some of the power bills, right? Pay attention in advance. It's always a good idea to have someone come out and check your system early. Call Peden Air Conditioning today, set up an appointment, have your system checked out, and remember, if you need AC work or replacement, call Peden. If you've got an electrical issue, call Peden. They've got offices in Panama City, Destin, Fort Walton, and a large location here in Pensacola in Ellison Field. Just call 855-376-1534 or check them out online at Peden, that's P-E-A-D-E-N.com. Start your mornings off informed with all things Pensacola on the Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew. If you'd like to weigh in, text 850-437-1620. 42 degrees. Starting to warm up a little bit. Going to be a high of close to 60 today. And uh, got a couple other texts I want to bring up pertaining to the cartoons, the best cartoons of all time. One of them brought it, said King of the Hill. So that's a more modern one. Uh, but then another one, I like this one. Kids today will never know what it's like to run to the bathroom and get back to the TV on a commercial break so you don't miss any of the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't understand that 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 kind of pain uh, that we used to have with that. The least expensive state to live in is Mississippi. Uh, yeah, Mississippi comes in as the lowest state. The average cost of living index is 15 points below the average. Uh, next state would be Oklahoma, followed by Kansas, and then Alabama. Alabama came in as the fourth lowest cost of living state to to live in it has some of the lowest gas prices in the nation which we know is why we go across the border go get some gas and um housing prices in alabama are 30 percent lower than the national average and uh so yeah there's a lot of uh benefits to or uh, as far as low cost of living. florida does not even come into the top 25 mostly thanks to miami area but really i mean Pretty much since COVID, our real estate prices have just gone through the roof statewide. You know, we've seen it here. I mean, it it's it's just gotten outrageous even here in Pensacola, but in other places like Tampa and Miami, it's just, it's just it's next level. Uh, ran out the top five, by the way, is Georgia. So you got a lot of southern states in the top ten uh, that that come up there, and there's some Midwest states like Indiana, Iowa in the in the top 10 as well. Okaloosa County's Mid Bay Bridge will be undergoing maintenance for improved safety. This will be going on from 8 p.m. at night until 7 a.m. in the mornings. This started today. So some of you may have been out early uh, this morning, may have uh, had some lane closures 
that's uh, what's going on. It's a $3.1 million maintenance project. And as we've we've talked about many times before, you know, there's been a lot of studies done that shows that we've got a lot of bridges in the state that need some work. And the whole Build Back Better projects or whatever was 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 meant to at least address some of those issues. And that's this one right here. Three point one million dollars going towards it. F dot saying that it's gonna be Sunday through Thursday evenings. Between 8 p.m. and 7 a.m., they'll be closing some lanes down on the Mid-Bay Bridge in order to uh, deal with construction with that. So uh, i got a couple other top trending stories to share with you here as well. But first, let's get uh, Traffic on the Fives with Jake Walker. Okay, I-10 and I-110 look like they're at posted speeds. We do have that uh, trailer that got overturned on the ramp. That's exit 12 to I-110 South from I-10. Like a semi-trailer or just like a... No, just a regular trailer. I was trying to think of the best words. Not You know, like a dually truck has a... Yeah, I, uh, so. I don't know if it's a, a, what kind of hauler it was, but just, you know, a standard, you know, uh, trailer, cargo yeah. trailer. Um, and uh, Fairfield Drive down to one lane between Mobile Highway and W Street eastbound and East Burgess Road between Oakfield and North Palafox Street. We have a slow in both directions there. If you see anything out there, you can always call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Uh, I got a text here that says, Alabama has some of the highest sales tax and income tax rates in the nation. Um, sales tax? I thought it was just like, I thought it was about the same as ours. I'm not sure about the sales tax, but I know when I lived there, I lived in Auburn for a while, mm-hmm. there was a state, city, and county income tax. Youch. I was like, ah. Yeah, that, that gets hit pretty bad. And the wheel tax is pretty bad. Look, all I know, and we talked about this at the start of this hour, Illinois sucks. <laughs> and all I know is after living in Illinois and then living in New York State, I'm like, every, I don't complain about any other state now. Because no matter how high you think your taxes are here, I guarantee Illinois, New York, California, Massachusetts have higher. <laughs> and oh, it's, it's horrible. Horrible. Some of the other top trending stories going on right now is, I, I mentioned before, Biden says the United States shall respond after a drone attack struck by an Iranian-backed militant group killed three U.S. troops. Three U.S. troops. How will we respond? Eh, probably a strongly worded essay. I don't know. Uh, then a document spells out allegations against 12 UN employees. Israel says they participated in the Hamas attack. Oh, so yeah, they're, uh, they're releasing that letter today as well. Then a figure skater, uh, Camila Beliva, I probably mispronounced that. My bad. She's a Russian figure skater. She has just been disqualified from the 2022 Olympics. Yeah, the past Olympics. The hmm. doping case. So the verdict came from the Court of Arbitration. Uh, it comes two years after her doping case caused turmoil. This case b- disqualifying her also means it will strip the Russians of their gold medal. So the United States came in second, so... That makes us number one. We win. We win. So yeah, two years later, <laughs> two years later, we become we we win the gold in figure skating. Uh, then uh, uh, China's Evergrande has been ordered to liquidate. It's a real estate 
giant. They own over $300 billion worth of real estate. A Hong Kong court has ordered them to liquidate. Apparently, they were trying to restructure their debt because they uh, they got a lot of debts, and they were trying to restructure, and they weren't able to do it. And finally, a Hong Kong court ordered them to uh, do it. Well, apparently, they own lots of land, and obviously in China, but they own some land in America as well. So it's one of the top stories going on right there. Uh, one of the other top stories going on in the news you'll hear about today, Alex Murdoch tries to prove jury tampering led to his murder conviction. Mm-hmm. That he, did it. <laughs> Yeah, jury tampering yeah. is why he was convicted of murder. Not because he, you know, murdered his wife. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Well, it's he's because been convicted, of, so I, we can say, conv- yeah. And then, of course, finally, we wanted, we started off last hour. Super Bowl set. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to face Brock Purdy and the 49ers. I, I think the 49ers are the best team in the NFL. I've been saying it all year long. But if I had to put money on the game, which I wouldn't do that, why would I do that? If I was going to put money on the game, I wouldn't bet against the Chiefs. Goodness gracious. Local talk in the morning, 5 to 9, with Andrew McKay is on News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.